Hey, what is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the five game early slate. Well, this is the main slate, but it's they're all games starting from 12 p.m. Central to 1 p.m. Central. So it's an early five game NBA slate. Uh, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings and I also make videos for NBA Top Shot. If you are unable to watch these videos, they're also up on Apple Podcasts. Link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you could take a minute out of your day, leave a five-star rating and review. Uh, that would help me out a ton because, again, every single you know review rating I get, it boosts the podcast up in the uh, Apple Podcast rankings. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer them patreon.com, an NBA package, as well as an eSports package. That includes Call of Duty and CSGO. Uh, and I do want to thank Underdog Fantasy for sponsoring this episode. If you're not familiar with underdog fantasy they offer daily fantasy snake drafts as well as best ball they got some huge best ball tournaments for for nba for the playoffs for foot for nfl they got a million dollars to first uh tournament so um after you guys sign up and make your first deposit you can use the code dkdfs dkdfs all one word link down below you will get a um money back guarantee up to a hundred dollars and finally before we get in the video I just want to thank everyone that has been watching these videos, everyone that has been, you know, coming in and, and supporting the live streams, you know, uh, getting a lot of love on Twitter as well. It's, it's great to see you guys, you know, getting W's and making money. That always makes me super, super happy. So, uh, again, can't thank you guys enough. And uh, if you do enjoy this content, if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos, you don't want to go live. I will be doing a YouTube live stream tomorrow, an early one. Uh, early one 11 a.m central make sure to check it out it's gonna feel like football it's gonna feel like football sunday but it's for nba so um yeah make sure to check out the live stream guys and let's get into it so before we talk about players and their prices for this five game slate we can look back my lineup here from uh friday so friday get the get the clown paint Played Delon right tonight. <laughs> That's how my night went. So, all right, I can get out of the way so you guys can see. I did make a mistake too by not playing Luka Doncic. We'll get to that in a sec. So I got too cute here, no doubt about it. I got too cute. Um, we'll go over my lineup. So Westbrook, Delon Wright, Diallo, KJ Martin, Xavier Tillman, Tyus Jones, Stanley Johnson, Malachi Flynn. As always, I have a lot to tilt about. Uh, we'll start Delon Wright. Playing like 35 minutes a game has been absolutely amazing. You know, getting close to triple doubles. I play him in a good matchup here. Everyone out from Memphis. Shoots like one of 10, 25 minutes. Just a complete bust. Complete bust. Thank you, Luke Walton. Um, but I do think that was a mistake in me playing him. And the reason why, I should have played Luka. Should have played Luka. So I had like DeLon Wright, KJ Martin as, as like spend ups. Should have just went Luka here instead of one of those two and then down a little bit. There's infinite amount of value. Um, yeah, and also tilts about the KJ Martin. So last slate, I played Kelly Olenek, super low owned. I needed two more points for an extra $1,000 for the takedown. And he plays 25 minutes, no foul trouble, no foul trouble, 25 minutes. Tonight, Kelly Olenek, 30, 31, 32 minutes. And KJ Martin doesn't close after playing like 40 minutes a game. Sweet, right? Yay. So very tilted about that. Um, but yeah, so so what I should have done here was 
take out DeLon Wright, take out Cajun Martin, take out uh, Tyus Jones, put Luka here, and then Jordan Poole here. That, that was one I, I should have just locked him in. He was my favorite warrior. I got too cute with the fade. The, the reason I did make the fade there was um, Golden State had ton healthy bodies and um, they had nothing to play for in that game. And Poole, Bazemore, and Wontoskan and Anderson were actually like, you know, parts of the regular rotation. So what I was worried about in a game that had no meaning was maybe they play and maybe they only kind of play like the first first half. You know, what, what like we saw with those Clippers veterans, right? Marcus Morris played like one quarter. Um, you know, that's what I was worried about. But, yeah, obviously no Jordan Poole, no cash. So made a mistake there, right? Because I, I, I Luca here, Poole here, and then a spend down here. I'm looking amazing. Um, Westbrook again, right? Don't even have to talk about that. Diallo. Loved D- so this is this is interesting. This way, it always had to be on top of the news. We got the late scratch of Sekou Dumboy like five minutes before lock. I didn't have Diallo before that. Once I saw Sekou scratched and it, it'd be an eight man rotation, I immediately went to get Diallo in. Um, Tillman was great again. I thought he was a pretty clear value. Ty Jones is very popular. Didn't play the fourth, a little bit tilted about that. And Toronto guys were low owned. You know, Toronto, once we got news that Boucher and Gary Trent were not starting seven man rotation you like Baines was, wasn't gonna play a ton so I was like okay I gotta get two Raptors in here I want Stanley one for 33 Malachi Flynn one for 46 but it just doesn't matter right I didn't have pool I didn't have Luca that was getting too cute for me I made a mistake 100% on that too cute plus DeLon Wright playing like very limited Mets and just having an awful game again thank you Luke Walton but but um the thing that did make my night the thing that did make my night and the reason why I'm not super mad. You guys remember the Saban Lee I, I brought up uh, a couple days ago? How I was in, you know, people were laying into me, especially this one guy. And he was just like, um, so so basically, again, this this is the argument of Saban Lee was, was popular last night. And I was like, hey, you know, he had the absolute ceiling game. He played nine first half minutes. If he didn't, like, shoot lights out, uh, he probably would have only played 15 to 20 minutes. And a lot of people at me like, no, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. It was nine-man rotation. Uh, you're an idiot, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, agree to disagree. And this one guy would just not let it go. He's like, it's simple math, bro. It's simple math. You shouldn't be giving DFS advice. So what happened tonight okay let's take a look eight man rotation for the pistons plus savidris gets injured so a seven man rotation for the detroit pistons Saban lee how many minutes did he play 19 minutes 19 minutes and then i go back to tweet at that guy because he he just wouldn't let it go he's laying into me about it i go back to tweet him and he blocked me. So uh, that, even though I had, you know, a bad DFS night for the main slate, that right there made my night. Um, but yeah, all right, that's all I got, guys. That's for the tilting. Dumb mistake for me by not playing pool and not playing Luca. Mad at myself. I got too cute. I got too cute. 100% made a mistake there. Again, if I just go Luca, pool, and then, you know, spend down from KJ Martin, I'm looking at possibly takedown. So um, dumb mistake there, but it is what it is. So. All right, let's move on to this five-game early slate. And this one's going to be tricky because there's some, there's a few teams that have something to play for, uh, and we don't know if, like, you know, teams that don't have anything to play for are actually going to play the starters full run. So one of those teams being the Bulls, right? They, they are now fully eliminated from the playoffs. So a little bit hesitant with some of these guys. I like the matchup, but, like, 
Will we get full minutes from Vooch? Will we get full minutes from Levine? I'm not convinced about it. So again, you know, tread with a little bit of caution here. Vucevic at the top at 10-2. If I knew he was going to play 35 minutes, I would really like him as a spend-up. So just a matter of, do you want to take that risk? Because the Bulls have nothing to play for. Maybe they end up resting some guys. We'll see. So monitor this, but that's the risk that was spending up to guys like Vooch and even Levine, right? They have nothing to play for in this game, even though it's a good matchup. So I like them. And if you're confident they play full minutes, then you can definitely go to them. But again, I think I think there's some risk involved. Um, Thad Young at 5'6", probably starts and probably plays... You know, 25-ish minutes. He went for 28 minutes and 31 fans once last game. Assuming he starts again uh, for no Daniel Tice, I think he's a pretty solid play in the mid-range. But that's probably it. Like, Kobe White has him playing pretty well, actually. He's a younger guy, too. So, like, I could see, like, maybe maybe the rest Levine and Vooch and, like, Kobe White just go. Um, so, a little bit interested in Kobe. Um, again, Thad, if, if he plays, and, and Tice obviously is out and he starts. So, monitor this. I have a... I have a feeling that they may they may rest some guys for the Bulls, but um, yeah, keep an eye on that news. All right, Brooklyn. So this one's tough. KD, Harden, and Kyrie are now all in. Um, the Nets, I believe, can still catch or get caught. Hold on. I was looking at the standings. I believe, yeah, they're one game up on the Bucs. I think if they lose the next two and the Bucs win the next two, the Bucs move up to the two seed. So I think the Nets still have something to play for here. Um, so let's take a look at players and their prices. We have Harden at 10.8K, uh, played limited minutes uh, in his first game back, 26 minutes, still went for 50-plus fancy points, but I don't know if I can pay almost 11K for him in this one. KD at 10K has, you know, is the been their most healthy player recently, which is weird to say. So I think KD looks pretty good. And then Kyrie Irving at 9.2, it was, you know, they thought he had a possible concussion, but um, it wasn't, so... You know, monitor this if there's no limitations, and I think he looks like a decent price. But um, yeah, I think the safest right now would be Kevin Durant since he's actually like the health healthiest of the bunch. Um, value with both all three of those guys in, I'm probably going to stay away from for the Nets. I think there's just better value elsewhere. So Lakers and Pacers, this is a headache right now because we just have no idea who he's playing. AD, LeBron, Schroeder, all questionable and crucial questionable. So I will say, if all the questionable guys are out. I absolutely love Kuzma, THT, uh, and then Drummond would be a good tournament play. He did only play 22 minutes last game, though. He did only play 22. That's a little bit worrisome. Uh, but Kuzma and THT would just be clear plays for me. KCP would be a good value. Would have some mention Marquise Morris. He started last game and played over 20 minutes. So the Lakers as a team, if everyone is questionable is out, I would like a good amount because it's a fantastic match against the Pacers. Now, if everyone is questionable is in... I don't know if I get to anyone. Even though it's a really good matchup, I'm not, you know, do we get full Mets from AD? Do we get full Mets from LeBron? So, tricky one. Again, hard to say right now with a lot of guys up in the air. Uh, the Pacers is kind of the same thing, right? Sabonis, Lavert, Aaron Holiday, all questionable. Um, if they are all out, then TJ McConnell is going to play the whole game. If he didn't, you know, hurt his thumb at the, at the end of the second half, he would have played literally 48 minutes. Or second quarter. Yeah, second quarter. So, um, love McConnell there in the mid-range. And then value, Justin Holiday would become a really good play. He would play all the mitts could handle. Doug McDermott would have to do a lot more offensively. Even though he's scoring independent, he would be firmly in play. O'Shea Brissett's been, you know, a little bit disappointing recently, but he would get, you know, a massive usage bump. Uh, would have interesting Keelan Martin uh, for sure. Goga, assuming he starts to be a really, really good value play. You could... 
basically make the argument for any pacer. So, um, yeah, there'd be a lot to like if everyone that's questionable is out. Now, if like one of Sabonis or Levert are in, then I really like, you know, whoever is in, assuming there's no limit. So, yeah, this is this will be another one. Again, this game right now, there's so many guys questionable, so a little bit hard to break down. Charlotte and New York. So, Charlotte, I believe, still has something to play for, too. They are the eight seed, but they can get caught by the Pacers and the Wizards. All three basically, like, tied right now. So, this game actually means something for Charlotte. The issue, the matchup against the Knicks, right? It's like, ugh, this is, like, the worst possible matchup. LaMelo Ball, I think, is a fine GPP play. I think he plays somewhere around 30 to 35 minutes. You could say the same thing about Rozier, right? This game actually means something for this team. So the Mets will be there. It's just not the best matchup. PJ at 7-4 feels a little bit too pricey for me. Devonta Graham had an awful game. 23 minutes, one for 15 fancy points. But very up and down last four games. 48, 18, 46, and 15 fancy points. So, um, yeah, I think he's still in play in the mid-range. But obviously, it's hard to trust the production. McDaniels a 4-9 is just like a fair play. Um, probably don't get to anyone else for, for the Charlotte side. Moving on to New York. So I really like this Knicks team. They have something to play for here. Randall, good matchup. I think he's one of the best spot-ups on the board. He's going to play huge. He played 45 minutes in regulation last game. Literally sat for three minutes. So I really like Randall at the top. If Derrick Rose is out, then R.J. Barrett looks like a pretty solid player at 6-7. Either way, he's going to play huge minutes. Um, so I think R.J., I don't really like playing him for DFS, but he's someone we got to consider for sure in the slate. Um, and then Alec Burks, just 50 bomb. Out of, like out for a week, you think, oh, he's not going to play a ton. Comes in and plays 34 minutes, goes for 50 fancy points. Um, if there's no Derrick Rose, I think Burks is a good value because he'll be he'll kind of play that Rose role off the bench, be a high usage guy. So I like Burks if there's no Rose. Now, if Rose is in, then not as much. And if Rose himself, if he plays and there's no limit, I like Derrick Rose for GPPs. Reggie Bullock, we know what Reggie Bullock is. He's relying on the scoring, but he's going to play big minutes. Fair value. And Noel's fair value too. I think Mitchell Robinson, is he? he's confirmed out still, right? I'm almost positive he's not going to play. Or he's like done. So Noel, um, assuming he starts, probably plays 25 minutes. Fair value. All right, two games left. Phoenix and San Antonio. So the Phoenix Suns, I don't think they can get caught. Well, or I don't think, yeah, they're they're two and a half up of Denver and one and a half back of the Jazz. So like, I don't think it's, I guess they won the next two and then the Jazz. I don't know the tiebreaker, tiebreakers though. So um Maybe they're going to play the starters normal minutes here against the Spurs, but the Spurs are resting everyone on the opposite side. So like Booker and Paul uh, with those two, again, Paul's more of the cash game play. He does more of the peripheral stats, uh, whereas Booker has more of the upside, but a little bit of a lower floor. Now, DeAndre Ayton being questionable is pretty significant. If he misses, then we include Dario Sarch, who ended up starting. I thought it'd be Kaminsky. It was Sarch. So assuming Sarch starts, we probably get similar run, about 30 minutes. Would like him a good amount for value. If you wanted the GP pit, GPP pivot, you can go to Kaminsky off the bench, assuming he comes off the bench. Uh, he would just be, you know, suboptimal compared to Sarch. And then guys like Bridges and Crowder, probably not for me on this one. All right, the San Antonio Spurs. You guys ready to get popped? I got popped the last time I, I played a Spur with Jakob Pertl. DeRozan, White, Pirtle, all out. Murray and Gay questionable. I see no reason why they play. They have nothing to play for. They're locked into the 10 seeds. So, assuming that those two guys are questionable or out, then we want to look to more of the younger guys here. So, 
we'll start with Lonnie and Keldon and Johnson. I think both probably play decent minutes. Um, these two would, would kind of lead the offense, assuming both start. So Keldon and Lonnie, they would both be pretty good value plays here. Even though it's a bad matchup, I think those guys get some decent minutes for sure. Uh, and then the bigs. So Eubanks and Gorgie Jang. The last time this happened, I mentioned, I was like, hey, Drew Eubanks is going to be the chalk. No one's going to play Gorgie Jang, but they're going to split the center minutes. So like, why not take the shot in a low on Gorgie Jang? Gorgie Jang actually crushed. I know a lot of you guys went to him and that's slate. He was like 1% owned. So assuming Eubanks starts, I like Eubanks for value, but don't rule out Gorgie Jang. And you could you could use both because I think they're going to split the center minutes pretty evenly, like 24-24. So like both value centers there, Eubanks will be way more popular, but don't rule out Gorgie Jang off the bench. Uh, Patty Mills, you know, is a veteran, but he probably gets, you know, 20 to 25 minutes, uh, you know, viable. But the thing that I'm worried about is I could see Pop taking it easy on his minutes because he's a veteran compared to some of the younger guys. And Trey Jones actually started the last game. A lot of these guys were out. Uh, I think it was here against Utah. He played 24 minutes. I forget what game it was. Maybe it was here against Philly. I forget. But um, if he starts, he's worth a look, but he's not the best, you know, point per minute guy. All right, so finishing up with Boston, Minnesota. Another fun run, right? So, Brown, Kemba, Smart, Robert Williams, Tristan Thompson, all out. And Boston, I believe, they are, I think, locked into the seventh seed. I don't think Charlotte can catch them. They're two, two games back. Um, so, they don't have a ton, of, ton to play for. But it looks like Tatum and Fournier will be in. So, Jason Tatum, assuming he plays and there's no limit and assuming he gets his normal minutes, I think he looks like one of the best spin-ups of the slate with everyone basically out in a great matchup. I really like Tatum. The only thing I'll mention is, you know, do they do something weird here where they only play the first half? Maybe. Maybe. Evan Fournier, too. I finally buy into him. Finally. And he has a floor game with everyone out. God, this is why I don't play Fournier. But yeah, Tatum and Fournier both look really good with all these guys out. And then Peyton Pritchard, I love for value off the bench. He plays probably 25 to 30 minutes. And then uh, Naismith started last game. He's a fair value. Uh, Tremont Waters actually started a point. If he starts again, he probably gets about 25 minutes. And then the big. So Thompson and Rob Williams are out. We'll see who, who ends up starting. My concern here is still Brad Stevens might just do Brad Stevens things and run like a three-headed monster center with like Luke Cornette, like semi Ojale, Grant Williams, even Taco Fall. But my guess is it's Luke Cornette that starts. If Luke Cornette does start, I actually like him a good amount for value. He's a pretty solid point-per-minute guy. And then Taco Fall, too. We know Taco Fall is a great point-per-minute guy. So if it's, if it's just going to be Cornette and Taco Fall playing the center minutes, then I think both these guys are good value plays. My concern is again, Brad Stevens. He could just throw like a small ball Grant Williams in there. He can throw semi Ojale in there for a bit. So that is a little bit, you know, concerning. But I do think both those centers in play. Whoever does start for Boston, you can probably go to with confidence at the center position. Finally, Minnesota. So even though Minnesota has nothing to play for, it seems like they're just going to play their, their main guys big minutes. So Cat, you know, in this matchup, like, who is going to defend him, right? Luke Cornette, Taka Fall, Cat should be able to have his way. I actually like him a good amount here at the top. He's probably my favorite play on the Minnesota side. D'Lo and Ant-Man, they just seem to go back and forth uh, with, you know, who has a big game. I think both are good GBP plays. But right now, again, it's just whenever like, I feel I feel like I can finally trust D'Lo. And he goes for 28. And then Ant-Man has the big game. They've both been very up and down. They're both in play for tournaments. Rubio 5-5 will play 25 to 30 minutes, but I don't think it's necessary in the slate. And then I don't think I'm going to get to any of the other value here for Minnesota. 
So that is going to do it for the video today, guys. Uh, if you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it. Leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you know when I upload videos, you know I'm live. I, again, I will be doing a YouTube live stream early tomorrow, so make sure to check it out, guys, 11 a.m. Central. Uh, thanks again, have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow morning in the live stream.